365 Days of Spawn. Yes, good evening and welcome to 365 Days of Sport radio show. I got told this week this is the greatest radio sports show on the planet. And to my right, the one and only Robert Bryce. Did they honestly go straight for the greatest? Yeah. The, that was actually their... Straight in. Bang. The, that's not what you wrote on the blurb to introduce people to the show? Is that... Uh, doesn't matter who doesn't wrote matter? it. No. Is it sounding better this week that we've actually got the microphones recording? I, I hope so. Because that's, uh, be that's 10 hours of my improving. life I'm not getting back. Yeah, well, good luck to you. Um, I appreciate your efforts. Thanks. And I can only apologise for my lack of efficiency as a sound engineer and a producer, which came about predominantly because I'm not a sound engineer or a producer. I've gotten that role by default. Yes. So you had it coming. So you do the producing, I just do the editing. You do the, well, that's what we're going, you know, until okay. I finish the pilot and then I'll take right. over. Nice. Oh. <laughs> Hurry up with the pilot. Creative direction. So, this week in sport, mm. the world has gone mad. Has it? Just really now? has I gone mad. I think it's mad. been mad for a while. Well, it has. What's tipped you over the edge? Basketball legend Shaquille O'Neal. Okay, Shaquille. The seven foot one monster. He's a big man. He is a big man. My friend bumped into him in the uh, West Indies somewhere. He oh, saw right. a, a very large man down in the ocean and he wandered down and it was Shaquille O'Neal and he hung out with him for the day. Really? Pretended he didn't know who he was just so he didn't look like yeah, a twat, you know. Obviously. Mm. Now he's claiming the world is flat. Okay. The earth Ooh. is flat. We're going back in time. I just don't know what to say about this, but it seems to be a bit of a trend at the minute, so just just play the interview, Rob. Is he, is he serious That's about the one you got to live with. This is true. You know, some people yeah, like yeah. it, some people don't, but, you know, we'll see where it takes us. What did you make of the Kyrie stuff? I don't... It's, it's true. The, 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 what? Uh, the earth is flat. Shaq, what are you talking about? <laughs> the earth is flat. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. He's genuine. No, it's he genuine. It is. What's his explanation no, here? No, it's not. There's three ways to manipulate the mind. What you read, what you see, and what you hear. Conspiracies. In school, first thing they teach us is, oh, Columbus discovered America. But when he got there, it was some uh, uh, fair-skinned people with the long hair smoking out of peace pipes. So what does that tell you? Columbus didn't discover America. He found where some other people already lived. I drive from coast to coast, and this is flat to me. <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay, that's I, the dumbest no, thing you've ever I said. I drive from it's Florida. the dumbest thing you've ever said. It is the dumbest thing I've ever said. 92 podcasts, and that's the dumbest thing you've ever said. That's a high bar to get over. I do not go up and down in a 360 degree angle. about gravity. Have you looked outside of Atlanta lately and seen all these buildings? So you mean to tell me that China is under us? China is they are under us. If you dug straight through your backyard, the you could get to flat. China. No, you can't. The world, the world is, is not flat. Yes, is. We've seen the Earth. No, we haven't seen anything. Yes, you have. You've no, seen it from satellite imagery. Oh, satellite imagery that could be that, that could be drawn and okay. made up. Um, there is another bit where Shaq goes on to say, "I live in Florida and I've driven to New York, and it's flat. I drove from New York to Seattle." And it's flat. <laughs> I drove from Seattle to Los Angeles, and it's flat. And I drove back to Florida, and that's yep. flat. So, in his mind, yeah, that's all. It, that's proof. That's it. Proof. Yeah. yeah. He may as. Oh my dear, oh dear. This we're going well back in. This but, is centuries ago. This was. Proven. I know, but he's referring back to Kyrie Irving, mm. who is the Australian-born NBA superstar. Oh, who also thinks the world is flat. Oh, so it's a sort of a basketball get together from so. across the world. Did he, um, did he talk to him from the other side of the world, or is it on the on, on the plateau as well? <laughs> underneath, yeah. My word! I, I assume he's got to be blazing Christian too. He's got to be. I, get, uh, I guarantee. Well, possibly with yeah. that sort of thinking. 
And oh, um, former WWE wrestling star AJ S- Styles has chimed in saying, uh, the theory shouldn't be discounted. <laughs> he says, I'm not a flat earther. I'm just saying there is some stuff about it that makes sense. I don't think you can handle it. <laughs> <laughs> well, God, this is like, well, you can't handle the truth, like he's Jack, yeah. Jack Nicholson or something. Yeah, basically. What's going on there? Well, that's, uh, I mean, I have nothing much to say to that. Said Both those people, uh, I've, I've got no time for them oh, no. ever again. They've gone well done in my book. Yeah. Oh, well, well done, Shaquille. I appreciate yeah. your input on uh, sending our people backward a long, long way. Yeah. <laughs> just really helping us. out there a lot. Mm-hmm. You can have those beliefs, but just don't. I don't think you should, can have those beliefs. <laughs> that's very true. <laughs> very true. Right, um... Friend Just, of the sh- as, sorry, I have to uh, say, as, yeah. as the guy said on the show, yeah. we've seen the world. <laughs> yeah. We've seen it from outer space. It can be faked. No, apparently. we haven't. Yeah, <laughs> that, nobody walked on the moon. You have to remember this. It was fake. Dear, I dare. Okay, yeah, what else? We got? Now, friend mm. of the show, mm. Daniel Ricardo. Yep, he's in town this week. Oh, because it's the Grand, Grand Prix. Grand Prix is coming up yep. now. Lewis Hamilton, mm-hmm. former world champion, he's insisting that there is no way. He will be taking any part of the disgusting shoey celebration made famous by our man, 365 Days of well, Spring, very own first Daniel Ricciardo. Of all, the arrogance of assuming he's going to win is the first problem well, there. True, yeah. Come on. Well, what's the problem with the shoe? Well, he, go, he goes on to say, he says, uh, there's no racing achievement that mm-hmm. will get me to do a shoey. That is disgusting. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't mm-hmm. even drink sweat from my own shoe. So it is from your own shoe. It's yeah. not. He doesn't well, give him, Daniel doesn't give him his shoe. These guys make millions. They just buy a new shoe. Okay, it'd be clean then, wouldn't it? But well, anyway, they could do that. Says we've sponsorship. got sponsorship. Exactly. Mm. The Puma Shoey. Mm. You could just have a special yeah, yeah, edition. Yeah, yeah, special. Yeah, money to be made. So Hamilton goes on to say, we've got these hydraulic fluids going down there. They're running at three hundred degrees or something crazy. So it's bleeding hot. My dad would call it toe jam. He's just drinking toe jam. Well, that's. I mean, the. I think um, it's a bit. He's a bit of the upper echelon. He's a bit poncy. Yeah. He's a bit sort of upper upper zone backside. I think yeah. from what I can gather but, from that. But he, what, what's he ever done anyway? Lewis Hamilton. Oh, what's he ever a done? Couple of world championships. Yeah, and, well, whatevs. You know, it's just sh- motor racing. So, but Hamilton goes on. He goes. It's kind of cool that Ricardo has got his own little thing, and I admire him for having his own little thing. It is totally cool if he wants to drink the sweat off his own foot, but I definitely don't want to. Well, he's, he's drawn a line in the sand. He's, yeah, he's, yeah. he's made a stand for... Uh, I don't know who he's representing, just himself, really. Of course he's, he's, just... he's anti the people. The mob definitely <laughs> want to see rankness. They want to see well, filthy shit. Well, Australians, Australians do. Particularly here in Australia, yeah. yeah. He's, got, he's lost Australia altogether. Yeah, indeed. Dear, oh dear. Devastating. Right. Well, is that, is that all the world's That's, news for this? Well, we've know? got to wish um, 365 Days of Sports very own Daniel Ricciardo best of luck best in the Grand luck. Prix in the weekend. Yeah. Um, is he stopping by next week for I, a chat? I don't see why not. Yeah. But he's not, it's not as if he's doing anything else, is he? Have we got a high caliber guest this week? What's going on? Is that coming up no, later? Or well, we got some more actually, stuff we, we do have a high caliber guest and it mm-hmm. does relate to this story, actually, because this week it in Melbourne. Big news, an Aussie Rules player, mm-hmm. even though we shouldn't talk about Aussie Rules on this show, he allegedly threw a toy for his dog and in the follow-through smashed his hand on a door. Oh, a door handle. I, I have heard the story. This is what he said. Yep, yep. He actually broke his hand. What sort of dog does he have? Nobody's even sure whether he's got a dog. They didn't go into that no. sort of depth. So he went to the club, mm-hmm. Collingwood mm-hmm. Magpies, this yep. is, went to the club, told him he broke his hand by hitting his hand on a door handle. Right. Throwing a toy for a dog. Yeah. What's, what's, is that what happened? Well, allegedly not. Okay. So apparently, after training and on his way home, he got the guilt trip and he rang the boss of the club and mm-hmm. said, I can't handle the truth. 
another one. Another one. Yeah. This is the running theme already. I can't handle the people truth. People can't handle just told him he actually it should be a given that people tell the truth. We should not, you know. And he actually uh, he actually told them the truth that he got into a fight in a nightclub and mm. broke his hand punching somebody's head. That's sort of that's less embarrassing in a lot of ways. I would have thought. Yeah, I mean, that's for a football a, player. Yeah. That's a task that but, but, uh, it shows a bit of courage. But a bit you, of guts, go, bit you of go on about this all the time. Mm. This is in your uh, wheel. Well, it, was, uh, it was massive news. It was ridiculous news. This <laughs> yeah. a, a footy player broke his hand. That that's the end of it. That's that's the, that's well, it. Doesn't matter how fighting he did it. in a nightclub. But why, why is it on the news? Exactly, why and he's twenty one, and he's out drinking. It's absolutely mental. Um, I have zero time for this. <laughs> um, we'll talk some more footy later about some some real footy news that's worth mentioning right. and applauding from where I'm standing. Good. Um, we'll get to that later. Uh, and speaking of Collingwood, though, exactly, we have a gentleman here who is uh, a friend of mine from my days as a screenwriter at um, RMIT University. He's also a, a fine actor. Recently, Ooh. in the Legend of Ben Hall, with his giant ginger beard, it looks fantastic. Uh, and he's also uh, the host of the Collingwood Walking. Uh, footy tour, unofficial, not associated with the club. Oh, we'll talk really? about that too. Oh. Uh, and he's also the court announcer for the Melbourne Tigers. Ladies and oh. gentlemen, Mr. Gavin Ingham. How are we, Gavin? Thank you very much, lads. Um, thank you very much for inviting me on. Mm. Um, I, I've heard some of the conversation just outside, and I kind of am here. First thing I want to say is I just want to defend Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah. Right. Good luck. Yeah, Good luck yeah. with that. Well, What's I'm, your reasoning there? Well, I'm not a flat earther, mm-hmm. but... <laughs> Well, it's just the same as I'm not racist, but so here we right. go. I'm, I'm a shaker. Do you feel if we say something bad that, about that argument that we're being racist? Is that what you're saying? Well, no, just in the same way as someone who says, I'm not racist, but you know, it's probably right. going to... Sure. So I'm not a flat earther, but mm. I'm, I'm a shaker. Well, if, if you were to question Shaquille O'Neal, do you think yeah. he would say, oh, you're racist? Not me personally. Not you, because you're, we're, you're we're for him. Well, so is that terms. to say that no matter what he says, you're in behind it? Well, it's not so much what he says; it's just whatever he says, I would okay. I would agree with. And there's some. There's is that the evidence. definition of a shacker? Yeah, yeah. You have to believe oh, in shack, right. the power of shack. The power of the but shack. But the fact he is over seven foot tall, he's mm. tall enough to kind of get a gauge yeah. more than I am at five foot eight. <laughs> he's tall enough to get the trajectory of the Earth's. He can see the curvature. Right, curvature. Sort of, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think he. You could bring it to the man on the moon as well, landing on the moon, because mm. he's at his minimum playing weight. He was over three hundred pounds. Mm. So. Him, anywhere he goes, he would mm. crush. So I think he, in his mind, he would think, no one could go on the moon. Yeah, sure, sure, I can't sure. go on the moon. I'd kill it. I'd break all the cheese. <laughs> He'd probably eat the cheese. Okay, well, it's on record, people. Gavin is a shacker. Thank you. Yes, Zero, dear. Is there, are you the only one on the group? Is there anyone else involved? Or? Oh, I think he's in it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's just... Uh, just is, this, is this sort of a, a way that you're going to try and get to meet him, do you think? Or what's going on there? Well... Uh, well yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You found a loophole. You think, uh, Shaq? If you're listening, um, hook us up. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'll show you around Melbourne. <laughs> you and you and you and Kyrie. But seriously, mm-hmm. um, it was interesting uh, that came out when Kyrie back in sort of mid February, the All Star game. Mm. Kyrie Irving came out and, and said said about it, and it was interesting. It went over the weekend, and he kept getting pressed, and then eventually he sort of said that. Well, whether it's true or not, I'm not too sure. But isn't it interesting that you guys picked that up when there's some other real world issues going on in the world? And the fact that a sports star mm. says the world's flat that turns to be, turns out to be I the biggest news story. Make this very clear to everyone listening: the world is not flat. <laughs> it's not. I think uh, we're going to be moving on to uh, everyone's favourite segment. Oh, everyone's favourite segment. Favourite segment. Here it is, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Yeah. 
All right, greatest sporting benders. Yeah. <laughs> yes, indeed. Living the dream. Beefy, have you got something special for us? Kind of. Mm-hmm. A, a man close to my heart. I see. Andrew Freddie Flintoff. Oh, mm. old Freddie Flintoff. Probably. He's, he's, I did actually have a read of some of his stuff yeah. uh, the other week in research. He's, he's done all right. Rugby league aside, mm. there's not that many people in the last kind of 10 years that have kind of been out there regularly on benders as much as Freddie. <laughs> he is the last bastion of... In cricket you're talking well, about? Well, generally in cricket. But even professional think. sport. Really? This well, around that time, well, Andrew Simons was around that time. Yeah, but uh, he, he had was. a bit of a blowout. Yeah, he did. No but one's really. I, I was surprised. I read a story of Matthew Hayden talking about Adam Gilchrist of all people. Really, a bit of a nudge, but not disgracing himself. Yeah, well, but it was during the World Cup. Well, I'm glad. It? I'm glad you mentioned disgracing mm. yourself and the mm. World Cup because obviously the first story. Oh, is yes. 2007 mm-hmm. World mm. Cup, Caribbean, mm-hmm. Saint Lucia, England on their opening game had lost to your boys, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. Black Caps. Um, yes. <laughs> I think we reached the semi-finals for a change. Oh, did you? Yeah. 2007? We love the So semi-finals. anyway, so the English boys were out drinking in Rumours Bar, and as always, Freddie, last one to leave. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, as he left the bar, there were boats in the harbour, and Freddie believed that my hero, Beefy Botham, was on one of these boats. That's right. This drinking. is ringing a bell now. Yes, right. And so, what was the solution to this uh, So problem? he got this idea he was going to join Botham for a late night drink, right? but he couldn't swim. So hmm. he tried to grab a kayak. He couldn't he, swim because he was too munted? No, or he, he just can't, can't swim. He just can't swim. So okay. he tried to grab a kayak, but he couldn't find the oars. Mm-hmm. So he found a pedalo, one of these pedal boats. Yep. So he dragged that out. <laughs> so It's very it, resourceful. Yeah. yeah. Don't forget, this is like two or three in the morning. Yeah. So he's and, trying and to get this pedalo out, yeah. and he's by himself. And normally in pedalos, you need two people. Mm. So he's tried to turn it, and he's capsized it. He's crashed it and capsized it. Can't swim, and he's pissed. Right, he's in, so, a bit of, he's in a bit of trouble then. I he's in a little there's, bit of trouble. There's a few factors going against him. Yeah. Mm. Basically, he's woken up next morning. Mm. He was on his bed. He was still wet through, and he was sand from the knees down. Can't so, remember a thing. He obviously didn't find Beefy. He didn't find Beefy. Beefy. He didn't remember anything about this whole episode. Mm. The first thing he, he heard was a knock at the door, mm-hmm. which he thought was the maid. So he said to the maid, oh, can you come back later? Mm. Uh, and it was Duncan Fletcher, the England coach, saying, "Ah, I really do need you to come out now, team meeting. <laughs> so it turns out that uh, the hotel staff had rescued mm. him from the sea. He really did, he, like, in terms of drowning your sorrows after a loss. <laughs> yeah. He took that to a whole new <laughs> and, level. A loss to New Zealand does that to you. So, okay. Came <laughs> Easy, easy. <laughs> so, how'd you go in the last World Cup, England? How'd you go? Oh, I didn't make. They didn't even make the round robin. No, that's all. sorry. The semi final. So Paul Nixon. Quarters. Paul Nixon takes up the story because mm. he he was the last one into this team meeting. He says, as I walked into the team room, I noticed a bunch of chairs arranged in a horseshoe shape with all the players on them. There was a flip chart set up at the head of the room. In the corner, splayed out on his back on a physio's bench was Andrew Flintoff. Mm. The big man looked barely conscious. He was wearing a vest and shorts, and his lower legs were covered in sand. There was a pervading smell of Jack Daniels and cola in the air. A few of the lads glanced at Freddie and winced. Freddie, meanwhile, remained flat out during the whole dressing down, occasionally lifting his head with one eye half open. Later, another meeting, Freddie, now upright, (laughs) apologised for his behaviour. Flintoff was fined, banned for the next match, and stripped to the vice-captaincy. Oh, gosh. I would have thought with the English, they, of all people, were the most tolerant of a bit of a boozy blood. It's so ingrained. Is is that enough of a punishment? Do do you you recall this incident, uh, Gav? uh, Do you recall it? Uh, I'm I'm not a cricket aficionado, I'm sorry to say. Um, Many, many moons before, yes. But uh, Australia 
has gone through a bit of a lull recent years, so the passion for cricketers and Australians waned. Yeah. Fair, fair weather. Thing is, it made him it made him more of a legend in the end in Britain, absolutely, and around yeah. the world. Well, the thing is, it's how you come back from the bender. Yeah, and he came back highly successfully. They did. That's yeah. right, and that's that. Uh, that changes the whole vibe of it. It's like yeah. it's like well done. But this this other this next story kind of sums him up a little bit. Oh right. So Flintoff get, get worse. Flintoff yeah. revealed that he was once run out whilst batting for England in a Test match mm. because he could only hop due to the effects of Viagra. <laughs> it's. <laughs> It started with an article my ex sold to the News of the World. It wasn't very complimentary about my performances, if you get my meaning. So I decided I had to put that myth to bed, even though I was in the middle of a test match. Mm. I took three Viagra one night and didn't realise how long they lasted. Mm. Trying to bat the next day in that state was not easy. I was run out simply because I couldn't move. I could only hop. It wasn't worth it either. Complete waste of time. (laughs) Well, you wouldn't really be able to stand up straight at the crease, would you? But the, the thing you certainly wouldn't and that's uh, the thing that surprised me about that is that obviously uh, with these sporting benders there's a yeah. bit of drug taking going on oh. that is not a drug of choice no, that that's I would right. have at the top of my I was going to say it's a, a, it's a pleasurable new... experience or at least it's it's inf- it's, fi- it's finite for the pleasure <laughs> yeah. and if it carries on after what it's intended for things could uh, result in what, exactly what's happened yeah. there why did he take three <laughs> It's definitely a new Would you twist. not start with one then try and figure out? I mean, well, he's only 28 at the time or something. I've well, got, we I wouldn't need that. I don't know the man's he, uh, backstory. He, so what do you got for us, Rob? What's your well, great Well, I, I have to be bender? honest, I haven't prepared for this one so well, but it's been all over the news. I know we're not supposed to talk about football on this show, but the West Coast Eagles, I've done a bit of a West Coast Eagles double feature this oh, week. Oh, nice. And if this doesn't qualify for greater sporting benders, uh, I don't know what does. I mean, th- this is, you, you talked about the Arsenal lads. I think this destroys it. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure it does. Uh, this is a good five-year stint. Ben Cousins, of course, leading the charge. All variety of... Uh, it says here they indulge cocaine, speed, ice, ecstasy, and marijuana were abused by the players. No mention of alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. No time for alcohol. I mean, that's a real focused effort. <laughs> they just really... I mean, there has to be some sort of social ex- aspect yeah. you would have thought. They're obviously, I mean, I don't know how that works. You're just sort of standing around having a chat and everyone's just got drugs. You know, you need something to wash it down. But uh, this is just sort of an overall commentary. So on the main third page in here in the Herald Sun, and it's got a... Uh, You're actually reading this out I'm of the Herald Sun. Sun. Yeah, so I had to go... Well, actually, hear. I had to go old school. This is actually yesterday's newspaper, too. I so asked you, them if they had it at so the cafe. you gave while money I had my, to the Herald... Uh, you gave money to the Vietnamese roll. You gave money to the Herald Sun. So what well, we're no, I, I actually took it for free from the cafe. Oh, God, yeah, nice. It was yesterday's. But it's got all 18 players in their premiership photo here. Each one of them has mm. a little sort of speaker bubble jutting out from their head. And it's a, a commentary on something bad, which they've done. And 14 of the 18 players are, uh, have, have cocked a bit of a hiding here. Is it, is it in the words of that, of that player? Well, well, it's not. No, it's not a direct quote from them. It's not them describing their own blowout. Is that what you mean? Yeah, I, I should, that would have been it's, brilliant. It's not, wouldn't it? it's not yeah. in quotation marks. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, was, so, for example, Dean Cox. This is pretty minor. Drop the F word during presentation no. of winners' medals after grand final. It's not, oh. like, it's not like since he's saying, "Yeah, yeah, I dropped the F word in the, in the presentation, the winners' medal. Yeah, so, it was awesome." Is so, that is that literally what it says? His misdemeanor. That's his misdemeanor. He's F bomb because he was off his oh. off his face on uh, whatever it was. <laughs> but the end of that 2006 season, they won the they won the premiership, didn't they? The whole thing. They certainly mm. did. Then they went to Vegas for an end of season blowout, and wow. didn't one of the guys actually die? And they covered um, it. Yeah, yeah, and they they, they covered they it up. Back so he, he flatlined on the table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah oh, they yeah. brought him back to life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I yeah. think he, he, 
he was physically dead. Which one? Chad somebody? Chad I think. Fletcher? Chad Fletcher collapsed in Vegas during the end there of season go. trip, allegedly flatlining and needed four days treatment in hospital. <laughs> Denied his collapse was due to excessive use of alcohol and illicit drugs, but William Gillard concluded he had taken drugs. Yeah, he'd taken the lot. They'd actually found that he had zero alcohol in his system. Right. Well, <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's exactly what I was yeah, talking about. Yeah, yeah, there yeah. was no alcohol involved. No. The paper's exactly correct. Well, I think the sad thing is the, the West Coast Eagles have flatlined ever since. I think that's the, the, <laughs> well, the, the sense of the final two years ago. But the thing about this is that... I did a rant the other week about how these guys aren't, you know, sportsmen are not role models. That was exactly Ben Cousins' attitude as he cheered the boys on to get involved in this. He was saying, look, people think we're role models. We're not. What we're doing our own time is up to us. You know, it's behind closed doors. We're out. We want to party. We want to do it. You talk about... And um, um, they all jumped right on board by the looks and said, Ben Cousins is dead right. And not only are we going to embrace that attitude, we're going to win a premiership too. And anyone who's going to say that these drugs are performance enhancing... Oh, they weren't. They are, they are not. No. They definitely are not. This is almost the biggest achievement in AFL history <laughs> to get that wasted on such a regular basis and come back and win a final. Applause, people. Yeah. Applause. That, 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 that's, up against, that's against the odds. If ever oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's Leicester. Leicester City-ish. Even Barry Hall was jumping on board today uh, saying, you know, because I think they lost in the final, didn't they, Sydney, that year, and saying that, you know, he was well, a disgrace. They should be banned from the game. I want my... I want my Premiership medal, you know, for these boys and all that sort of stuff. Barry Hall was the guy that knocked out one of the yeah. West Coast players. Brent, Brent Staker? Can't remember. Did he not? These him guys were only really him. harming themselves. Well, in, in all fairness to Barry Hall, the player was halfway there based on this Herald of Summer <laughs> yeah, report. Right. Well, yeah, well, yeah, he probably was on pingers. Yeah. Yeah, blazing. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, probably the only thing that does tarnish things a bit is that Ben Cousins has proceeded to ruin his entire life and his family's. I heard so a, that's a bit of a downer uh, yeah, on, yeah. The, on the comedy side. I heard a story today. When Ben Cousins um, signed for Richmond, they, they got him in an interview and they, they asked him straight up, it says, and first thing they said to Ben, if you lied to us, <laughs> yeah. this is the end of your career. Yeah, You're yeah. not going anywhere. Yeah. So the first question they asked, you, asked Ben Cousins was, when was the last time you used any <laughs> illicit drugs? Yeah. And he went, this morning. <laughs> <laughs> and they still signed him. Here we are, well, laughing at a genuine addict. <laughs> <laughs> We're laughing with him. Yes. <laughs> well, crikey, yeah. yeah he, he definitely did it properly. Loved it. Idea. Just about to go to jail. Well, the good thing is he wasn't taking it at the time. Not at the time, yes. <laughs> the Actually, I don't think he had a speech bubble off the photo. Yeah, yeah, he might have scraped through. <laughs> he was, uh, wasn't he man of the match that day? Yeah, I think he was, yeah. He's up there with Judd and, yeah. It's I don't not know. far I don't off. Know. I don't know what games, the stats were. Most yeah. games he played, yeah. he wouldn't have been far off. No. He, he would have been the safe 30 possessions, cheeky punch oh, on yeah. The new Facebook page is now set up. It is. And if you've got any suggestions, just 365 three, Days, days radio of Sport show. Radio. We love it. Doing right. good things. Well, worst song in the world. Here we go. So we played the first song that came to his head. It just so happened to be. It was the worst song in the world. It was the worst song in the world. Listen to the song and it's clear apart because the words don't fit and the song is shit. You're a talentless Worst song in the world. Worst song in the world. And uh, what have we got this week, Beefy? We've been going well with football chants and we've yeah. had uh, the Calgary Flames. Calgary Flames. Terrible Ice song, that was. Yeah, it was pretty bad. And this week... I thought about this for a while mm. and it just came to me in an instant. And I'm thinking, sports stars that have done songs. And okay. then I remembered <laughs> that the New South Wales 
cricketers. Oh. Formed a band. Oh, yes, yes. Brett Lee. Brett Lee. Shane Lee, Richard Chiqui, Gavin Robertson, and Brad McNamara. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Six and out. Six and out. Should we crank it? Great lyrics, great lyrics. Great start. Factual. Dream one day, I'll be wearing that baggy green. It rhymes. Right, yeah. Nothing noticed. All I've got when we were done, the coach called me over and said, Sorry, son. (laughs) Influenced by Paul Kelly. Oh, yes. Can't throw. Yeah, that's the one. Can't throw. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> so Brett Lee playing guitar, singing. Yeah, Brett Lee yeah. was. Uh, was Richard Chiqui was the lead singer, but okay. I think they all chimed in. What uh, what era was this? This was kind of uh, late nineties, early two thousands. That's a good question, Gav. I don't know what year exactly oh, it was. Well, I can to, find out. Do I remember something about this? Because didn't Shane Warne pay out some cricket? Wasn't that about okay. a certain cricketer? Yes, yeah. Scott Muller. So okay. Scott Muller, who was picked from absolute obscurity to play, played two tests when Australia went on that run when they won 16 or 17 matches in a row. Mm-hmm. Muller actually played two of these tests. Now, right. there was a fielding incident off Warney's bowling yeah. out to the boundary, and Muller has run around and <laughs> launched the throw absolutely nowhere near either Warney or the wicketkeeper. <laughs> and all of a sudden, a comment came across the stump mic, can't bowl, can't throw. <laughs> Now, (laughs) the story rolls on. It got picked up by the stump mic, but to cover up somebody's indiscretion, they blamed it on uh, a boundary microphone that Joe, the cameraman, had said it it in passing, even though it was picked up by the stump mic. (laughs) So uh, the ACB at the time uh, did whatever they could to protect... Pretty much ended up... Ending his test career, or Scotty in some Muller, regard, because of the, and he had he faded away completely. Oh yeah, he played, he, just from a song. Would yeah. you say he was established though? <laughs> Dropped due to song. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that uh, Warney had his say in selection and said, uh, "Don't pick this fellow again." So that was it. Oh, dear, but uh, dear, some of the lyrics, some of the lyrics in this uh, in this song, it was uh, it's just phenomenal. In the video, Shane Lee goes for an audition for Richie Benno's replacement. He says, uh, I went for an audition down at Channel 9. Richie's job, well, it was going to be mine. They sent a message on the auto queue. Thanks for coming, and we'll call you. But you can't bowl. You can't throw. I'm just telling you what everybody knows. Don't ask Warney. It was cameraman Joe. He'll say you can't bowl and you can't throw. Mm, wow, there it goes. Well, that was... um. Six and out. What, what <laughs> happened to the cameraman? Did end his career as well? He, I think Joe's still actually working for Channel Nine. Mm. Didn't oh. do his career any harm. Yeah, in fact, right. it propelled him into the uh, <laughs> into the limelight. I wanted to ask Brett Lee about his band. Once uh, back in about two thousand five, I went to a one day in New Zealand, and it was the time when the Marshall Twins were in the team. Where I was yeah. friends with. Anyway, uh, I could. There's this bar called Spy Bar down the bottom of uh, the Viaduct in Auckland, which is notorious for like a, from two in the morning. 
they only let in people who are very familiar with the bouncers or celebrities. Which and did you so qualify as? Well, this is the point. They didn't let me in. They, <laughs> oh, yeah. they, never, they never let me in. So I was always standing outside trying to get to some hot chicks at 2.30 in the morning getting nowhere. And all of a sudden, about nine of the Australian cricket team turned up outside the club. So I had Michael Clark, Gilchrist, uh, Brett Lee, Andrew Simons, all of them. You know, they're all there. And I sort of said, oh, great, I'll just chime with the Australian cricket team, no problem. And I was saying, yeah, sweet. And I jumped in the middle of this sort of huddle and just sort of chatting away. And um, the bouncer, this big Samoan guy, knew nothing about cricket. And just goes, sorry, too many guys. Oh. And we wouldn't let them in. <laughs> and they're like global superstars. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, don't worry, boys, I'll get you in somewhere else. Don't worry, come with me. And I said, like, yeah. And Mike, I remember Michael Clark going, mate, you better bloody well get us in somewhere or you're going to be in big trouble. And I went around to this bar that I always go to and they knew me and everything and, yeah, didn't let me in again. <laughs> I love I just, I just wanted to talk to Brett Lee about six and out. That's the only thing I had going to that point. And I, was full I love position. how Clarky is threatened. You're going to be in big trouble. What's he going to do? What's going to happen to well, you? Well, in the end, Adam Gilchrist waved them back to the taxi van. They went back to the hotel. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah wrapped oh, it up. Did geez. the sensible thing. Gutted. Really was devastated. Well, Auckland, hey? Well, we're doing worst, worst Song in the World. Worst Song in the World. Okay, you've so got one. Gone. What I was yours? I have got one. It's a, well, I said it's a West Coast Eagles theme for me. This. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to play their uh, footy team song, basically, which is absolutely atrocious. It is one of the... It's, it's, and I'm going to explain why. When you, just, okay. <laughs> Anyone from Melbourne will know that this is horrific. So this is when the, they got away from the old school bandstand arm swinging ones and went to like 80s rock, rock, and angry. It Anderson. does not stand the test of time. I, I've never heard this full intro though before. It's brilliant. They are flying high. We all know. <laughs> Very high. <laughs> How's the mob gonna sing that? We're the big birds, kings of the big game. We're the eagles, we're flying high. Then comes rock time. Let's go, Yeah. You see, now that's the time. See, I'll tell you exactly what's happened here. The local footy club band, Mario and the Machines, have been commissioned to do the West Coast Eagles theme. Yeah. And I've gone and go, mate, boys, I've got some big news for you this week. <laughs> mate, we just, uh, the whole West Coast Eagles footy club, they've just commissioned us to come and uh, just do a new 46 song for the club. And mate, I just, they already given me five grand. I went out and bought out my new Marshall stack and a new Ibanez guitar. And I've been wailing on some sick riffs. And I'll tell you what, we're going to write a song around this and we'll get the royalties on top of the front up fee. And mate, it's going to be big dollars for the band. We're going to go places, I'll tell you, big time. And they came up with that absolute shit. It's Mario and the Machine. Never listen to Mario and the Machines or Highland do anything because you'll get the worst footy song <laughs> of all time. Dis- disastrous. Have we got disastrous. Any, have we got any other stuff from Mario and the Machines? <laughs> Just well, considering they're a fictional band and I made them up, you might oh, not okay. be able to hear too much about them. But uh, because, that's um, short and sweet. Because I love the old bandstand upswinging yeah. ones. I mean, they have the only one, the modern one, which they've gotten right, which I really do like, is the GWS one. Ah, uh, very, absolutely. very good. Absolutely. Absolutely. See? 
This is only three years old. A Russian polka. It's got, yeah, and it's also got a bit of uh, Darth Vader Star Wars march about it. That's very true. The Imperial Death March. That's how you do a footy song. Well, anyway. It's got, it's got drama. You don't muck around, see? Brilliant. Apparently, uh, Harry Harry from the Cat Empire, Empire that's, composed that's true. Oh, Absolutely. Really? Well, we should talk about Gavin's Collingwood uh, footy tour at this yes. point, I think. It's, Are you uh, sure you want to go into it? Well, I, I definitely do want to go into it. How, okay. do, you, how do you conduct yourself? Do you go into your act? Do you put on a bit of a display for do the people? Do you dress up? Do you dress up? No, you? A, no, absolutely not. I don't dress up. It's a very serious endeavour. Mm-hmm. Um, just take some... Uh, Collingwood supporters will call me, and I'll take them around to the local pubs, and we'll eat dim sims and talk about how many teeth we've got. Right, and you just count them on one hand? Is on, that, one, yeah. on one hand. On one show. finger. No, that's absolutely. I, I read not there's true. a painting at the Grace Darling Hotel saying that that's where the club formed, but I've heard you tell me that that's actually not true. Is that no, not true? No, um, I, I joke about Grace Darling supporters. If any Collingwood supporters out there, send Corners my love, Peelers, and man. and I can make that joke. You can make joke about jokes mm-hmm. about people in your family, mm-hmm. but anyone else does. It's it's atrocious. Okay. The Grace Darling was associated with the club, um, original days with the feeder team, not so much the official Collingwood uh, football club. Um, on the tour, I take people to the actual pub and um, show them where it is. And uh, thanks very much, Rob, um, <laughs> yeah. for the little uh, song popping up there. Um, but no, there was certainly historical um, significance, the Grace Darling Hotel, and certainly as far as Collingwood, the, the town is, the mm. suburb. But it's not the official pub that the Collingwood right. Football Club was formed at. What, where, what is? Well, I ca- you'd have to come on a, a, a oh. tour. It's on, it's oh, on, it's located on, um, information. yeah, and, and the way to come on that is come on, jump on the on the website, CollingwoodFootyTour.com, <laughs> cha-ching, um, yeah, but no, the great Facebook starting, page too, is it on Facebook? Oh, ab- absol- yeah, absolutely yeah. all over Facebook. On Gavin Ingham, a surname famous for other things than chicken. Yeah, I'm not related mm-hmm. to the chicken family, thanks mm-hmm. for reminding me, yeah. Rob, that's, um, you know no, absolutely. I like them. The chicken's pretty good. Oh, yeah. I, I, I've been roasting chickens again lately. I don't buy them from the supermarket. Is that a euphemism? Yeah. Live chickens? <laughs> Just live or not? Well, okay. Is there something on. you want I mean, to tell? That's, that's being silly. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm talking seriously about my Sunday roast. It's important to me. And you tell, tell me I'm killing live chickens. I mean, mm. do you think I'm a man who has time for that sort of thing? Anyway, back to the tour. Yeah. It's not, it's not you know, it's not so lose focus here. Do you have, you might, do you have like... Um, groupies? Do you have gags? Do I, oh, I have plenty of gags, oh, but yeah. again, it's uh, it, it's funny. I can I can sort of make these jokes about Collingwood supporters to yeah. Collingwood supporters because yeah, they get I'm them, part yeah. of the tribe. Sure. One of the things I do on the tour is arm Collingwood supporters with information about other clubs. But um, yeah, it's quite it's quite an interesting quite an interesting part of the the tribal factor. Of, what mm. what sort of place was Australia back in the when was when was the Essendon founded? How's that for a question? I don't know. I don't really care. Well, no. it's I don't. Yeah, actually, I don't know. It's before Collingwood. Collingwood yeah. was eighteen. 1892. Um, yeah. Essendon won the first flag of the of the VFL in yeah. um, 1897. Um, Collingwood was 1896. Um, so I don't know, but it was before then. A lot of teams were yeah established before modern infrastructure mm. of their of their town or the suburb. Collingwood was always seen as the club of the working men. 
That's and that's true. why they used to have Collingwood v Melbourne. They still have it because it's the rich absolutely. people versus the poor people. Basically, is that where it came from? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah right, there's right. a whole lot of poor, poor slum teams. Yeah. Uh, rich. The well, Richmonds. that's why Collingwood is, is all the industrial area here in the northern suburbs of Melbourne, and all these yeah. old factories are yeah. these be workers. And if you go to Abbotsford now in Collingwood, a lot mm. of that suburban area is is old factories that have been turned yeah. into domestic dwellings. But um, fairly lovely ones too. Well out of oh. my price range, often. Oh, absolutely. Mm. Um, that's actually how but, Collingwood was started that the uh, Smith Street if you come down towards Collingwood from Smith Street it comes mm. down on, on a hill and so all the piss and the shit of, of Melbourne um, this is actually before iri- <laughs> um, for before drainage and all this sort of stuff sewerage is that what you mean you're yep. referring to we sure. used to come down the hill and just coagulate in the area of Abbotsford where just Collingwood was waft- founded right and that so, would, would that waft into Victoria Park there and oh, just well, sort this of lap bef- it up before Victoria Park mm. basically where Victoria Park is mm. now so you had uh, the smell of industry you had the smell of urine horse mm. urine and animal and all sorts of animal urine right. human urine real concoction um, there absolutely so that's why oh. Collingwood people have a chip on their shoulder I see. and that's why Collingwood this, the, the club was invented to give hope to the local people mm. Especially through the depression and the early parts of the 19th century. Is this what you had in mind, Beefy, when you wouldn't want to talk about football, this sort of um, yeah. conversation? Is this what you're on about? Yeah, I'm just just looking at porn now on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> Victoria Park. I've played in Victoria Park. Do it, what, and playing what? I also I played Australian rules football. Okay. Good. Yeah, yeah. I played for the Birmingham Lions. Yep. Uh, when I played a season and a half, centre half back. Oh, that's right. I laid the best tackle of my life playing AFL. I've heard this story before. Absolutely. But would you indulge me again? No, I don't think so. We're carrying on too long with the next segment, unfortunately. (laughs) But, um, (laughs) uh, and I also, Victoria Park on the Pacific. That's where all the soldiers stayed and they're filming yes. the World War II soldiers and before they went to Guadalcanal. Well, they just come back. I can't remember. No, no. During one season around the 40s, World War II, yeah. um, they shut down. Uh, Victoria Park wasn't used for football, but it was used. The military took it over and... Um, it was a very hospitable park. Absolutely. Very hospitable people, the Collingwood people. Well, a lot of interesting facts there from Collingwood. Really? And, facts? Uh, facts. We love facts. That there. leads nicely into... You take the bad, you take them both, and there you have the facts of life. The facts of life. There's a time you gotta go and show you grow, and now you know about the facts of life. Facts of life. Facts indeed. of life. So, uh, what have we got? So, we're gonna, we're gonna, well, we've, we we've had of, a progression of the facts of life. Yeah, kind of. I mean, the first thing, facts of life, we just talk about sport you don't really see in Australia or too much about. So, this time last year, we were on the Austrian German border. Oh, that was that uh, that mental uh, speedway on the ice. Ice speedway. Ice speedway. If you've not seen ice speedway, it's the it's just crazy. This is you, you have to be. This is a classic one. Did I give this a Rambo two rating? I must have done. Oh, it's got to be up there. Got to uh, be well, up there. Yeah, you go. You go. Anyway, so ice speedway. <laughs> it is does exactly what it says on the tin. It is speedway. Four bikes racing around a four hundred meter circuit on ice. Yeah, there are forty-five millimeter long spikes bolted to the tires. They go around the corners by leaning over, basically flat, and going around this ice circuit. If you fall off and get run over by these tires with these spikes on, there's about two hundred spikes on these tires. You're going to get hurt. It's not going to work out well. No, no. And in fact, at the end of the night when we saw that, we were doing a bit of an interview on the track, weren't we? Mm. And these two blokes came up to us, very drunk, very. <laughs> Very drunk. They're Germans. I can't remember what the phrase was. Once you've been to Inzel, 
you are from Inzel or something along those lines. It was craziness. Anyway, very, very creative. Yeah. So he, one of the guys, was telling us, and we said, "Oh, have you seen many crashes and stuff like that?" He said, "Yeah, we saw a couple of years ago. Was, uh, a bike came out of the the final turn, and two bikes came together, and the spikes went down one guy's leg, Ooh. and the whole of the straight, and the straight's about 120 meters long." Mm. It was just a stream of blood yeah. all yeah. down the street. And he said it was horrific, and that's the worst they've Plan. seen. They actually said it was great. Yeah, well, I they think. did, yeah. yeah. They were, they, that's what they turned up for. So, all of these speedway stuff, people just want to see crashes. They want to yeah, see humans getting maimed. Yeah. No, but this is Mad Max beyond Freezer Dome. This is, yeah, this yeah. is insane. <laughs> I this love is, that. It's completely oh, crazy. Beyond the Freezer see, this Dome. This is putting the that. West Coast Eagles in perspective now. Yeah. I mean, that's not that crazy. Oh, different this, ice. This is, this is actually different intentional. Different ice we're yeah, talking yeah. about here. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, ice has come up quite a lot today. So ice speedway, just crazy. And you, you actually got on the inside of the track, didn't I you? I did get on the inside of the track. That's right. I remember I forgot about that. I uh, I was worried about falling over on the ice actually, yeah. and not being able to get up, and then start the race, and I'll get flattened. <laughs> yeah, and but spiked. I just managed to get across to the. Uh, I remember what happened. There was a, something went wrong there where. Oh, that's right. It was a twenty-five euro deposit to. Oh yeah. to have your um <laughs> to get the to bib get the the bib. That's right. And, then, <laughs> and of course, you reckon I got twenty five euros yeah, no. after travelling for five and a half months? Are you <laughs> yes. kidding me? Slash life insurance? Yeah, no yes. way in the world. Is that, is that to get? And off? so I madly was running around because I only had a small fifteen minute window to get into yeah, the middle yeah. of the track to try and, try and get some footage. I haven't even seen that footage. Have you? No, I haven't. What? Really. What do they charge twenty five euros? It was to get a deposit, the so they give it back yeah. to you when you. Or it might have no, been, no. even been five euros. <laughs> <laughs> That's how poor we were no, at the time. We had well, nothing. They didn't take FPOS. Yeah, although that wouldn't have worked either. Should have charged a thousand. It's free to get on, but it's yeah. a thousand euro to get off. Get off, yeah. <laughs> so I speed and the top speed of these bikes, they're five hundred cc bikes. There's no brakes, mm. even though they're going around these, this ice Ooh. circuit. And um, they get up to about uh, seventy mile an hour, probably. That's about one hundred and twenty mm. uh, kilometer, one hundred and ten kilometers an hour. Right. And these guys, are, they're Russians. Mo- the mo- most of them are Russians. They're just crazy. Of course, they're going very fast. But we went to an indoor circuit. They do ice speedway outside. And if you ever see it on TV, ice speedway, and they do it in like when it's minus 20, the crowd are standing there and it's just... They're well wrapped up, aren't they? Well wrapped up, yeah. But we were lucky. We, a, we got indoor. What was I remember just trying to take pictures of the lovely looking lake outside. I remember. We had, it, we had a bratwurst sausage and chips for lunch, did. I think. We did. We had a breakfast in, in Zell, didn't yeah. we? I yeah. think there was where, where, where had we come from to get there? It was oh, just after Easter, now. wasn't it? So um probably the UK. UK, yeah. So after our, we got after to the quarter final games. quarter final of the World Cup. So just Marbles. before we went to Phoenix and again and, and <laughs> Austin and everything. Probably. Yeah, right. I can't even remember. Yeah. So how how often would there be a crash on the ice field? There was only two, I think. There we was saw. only two. I've seen meetings where in, there's been a few, but uh, in the one event two. Mm. Yeah. And what do they do with the blood that's on the track? Let it soak, let's smear it in. Pour yeah. water over the top and yeah. let it freeze. Get so a they mop. Can, yeah. Yeah. Pink Get a ice. Mop. Yeah, yeah. Why, yeah. why is that ice they, pink? They make a like sort of arty ice pattern. Yeah. Ooh. Sort of just to make people feel there was a cu- There were quite a few. There was a few yeah. crashes, but solo crashes, not bikes coming together. No big they? they have hay shambles. bales down the, down the outside. Yeah. But yeah. 10,000 people in the stadium sold, sold out. It's a good effort. Yeah. But that's right. Yeah, that, I, that, I, just, I just basically remember it was just being nuts and just saying yeah. that that's another thing I'll never ever do in my entire life. Yeah, no, it's very, it's, it's difficult. One of those sports you, it's very difficult to actually get to. You have mm-hmm. to, it's very few meetings nowadays. What's the most horrific injury you've seen in sport, if you think about it, Gavin? 
Oh, basketball a couple of years ago, Paul George from the Indiana Pacers um, had a fast break, went up for the dunk, came, he hung onto the ring, so a little bit too long, so his, the bottom half of his body swung through. He let go of the ring, it was fairly stock standard, didn't look too bad. When he landed, um, his both feet stayed still, one knee bent, and he was fine. His other bottom part uh, of his leg uh-huh. didn't... Bend what? and then just snap. Why, yeah. why did I ask that? Yeah, question? I don't know why. Yeah, As we're talking about, I was trying to throw from our horrific thing to yeah. something he might have seen relevant. Sorry, to sorry. <laughs> I was still thinking Mad Max. I was thinking. Yeah. Well, you, you said horrific injury. Mm. Um, all right, yeah, um, yeah. No, I've got yeah. nothing. Good. No, good. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Being a former elite sportsman myself, I just can't bear to think about horrific injuries like that I have to they're not I very just, funny I look away yeah they're not they're not made for great comedy on the show no good well they're great facts of life this yep. week from Beefy <laughs> I Thank Speedway I, I, we're looking forward to when we inject how to become a world yeah, we're champion gonna, we're going to bring a new segment in so yeah. you want to be a world champion I'm yeah. going to give you some advice yeah so Rob Rob got to the quarterfinals of the world egg jabbing championships mm. was this while you guys this were over well, last yeah. year the egg what egg Jet. jarping yes Okay. So what it is, is there's a whole lot of boiled eggs in a certain pub uh, in uh, Durham County, was that where County it was? County Durham, yeah. County Durham. Peter Lee. Wrong way. Yeah. Yep. And I went to this ratty little pub, like, it was a... It was the heart of yeah, oak. Yeah, but I had, I think the Guinness was only about three pound a can, so or it's probably even, even cheaper probably than two. that, I think, it, yeah. was, it was really good. Hmm. And so um, I got a bit stuck into that. But they had, they have a whole bunch of boiled eggs, it's yep. Easter times of the egg thing. Sure. And you choose your egg, and you go up and you hold it, and someone tries to crack your egg. If, if your egg cracks and theirs is still intact, you, they win. Hmm. Obviously, if it's the opposite, then you win. And I got the quarterfinals. Quarterfinals. I got, yeah. I got severely is quite, embarrassed. Quite, is it quite violent? Does it turn violent? No. no it can do after a couple quite, of pints, though. So. You've got to be quite calculated about yeah. hitting the things. Oh, you use it. your yeah. egg to yeah, crack yeah, someone, yeah, else's yeah. someone else's egg. So yeah, yeah, is yeah. there a risk that you use your egg, crack someone else's egg, and you crack your own egg? Yeah, and then it's a double it. out. You're both out. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ruthless. Yeah. Ah. yeah. So if you're the next one in line, you're straight through the next yep. round. So, no, it was. Yeah. So what was your tactic? You just stayed on the side well, and just Well, initially I went for the hold, because you, you, you flip a coin to see if you're going to hold or you're going to crack. You only yep. get one go. And you can't cover the egg with your hand. And, well, you no, can no, cover no. it at a point. You've got to have yeah, yeah, at yeah, least yeah. sort of yeah. 40% of it showing. <laughs> a crackable, crackable. Yeah. So generally people go for the hold. And I went for the hold first up and won. And then I think I drew two opposites and I had to hit twice in a row and won both times. And I was Whoa. like, whoa. And the second one, I, I had an exact plan what I was going to do, and nailed it. And it's like, yeah, bang, Hat-trick. smash it. And so then it's going, and then quarterfinals came round, and I won the toss and said, "No, nah, I'm going to hit again. I reckon I got this figured out." Too cocky. And the guy did this bullshit. You know, when he, got, he went to do the good good luck handshake beforehand, <laughs> and I went to shake his hand and did the pull away, oh, brushed his yeah, hair yeah. back. Did the crowd? Like- the whole pub goes. He looked like if you know about anything about boxing, Tyson Fury who is the world champion. He looked like this gypsy boxer. See, Rob, Rob was he had his Michael Hutchins look on yeah, at they the all time. They all yeah. thought Rob was a Michael Hutchins. Michael Hutchins. Wait, which Michael Hutchins? <laughs> the dead one. <laughs> well, you would. I had long no curly wonder, hair at the time, and no, I was Australian. That's all they need. No yeah. wonder you lost. Yeah, <laughs> you were Australian. You claimed to be Australian. They, they assumed they yeah. with my accent. They thought I was Australian straight away. Yeah, oh, there you go. Yeah. yeah. In Australia, I sound like a New Zealander. In New Zealand, I think I'm Australian. Yeah, and here I'm you sound in the middle. Um, amazing, talented, exactly, yeah. intelligent. So you brilliant. end up losing the final semi-final, quarter-final, quarter-final. Yeah. and I was knocked out re- by was, the champion, though. 
Nah, he didn't win. Didn't he? Nah, he, he didn't. Oh, no, he I didn't. You're right. Out. There was a little yeah, weedy was guy. Yeah, he got yeah. knocked out. Yeah, yeah I he, think he lost the final. I think I hurled some abuse at him as he got yeah. knocked out. Yeah, but this guy's life has just gotten so much better because he, he knocked out the front man from In Excess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because, yeah. because up or, there... Or, in... or second, the guy from 365 Days of Sport. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the guy at the sidekick with the gangs on the right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So it was good fun up there in the... Uh, very good fun in the heart of Oak. We had a great pub. time. Is there any what uh, it's Collingwood Football Club? So did you mm-hmm. did you tell me then which pub it did it did? No, actually, I didn't. Then, You've got to wait. Well, it's a teaser. It's a teaser. We're talking about pub sports. I want to I want to know. Well, it's had many different names, and it's kind of currently a backpackers. So it right. changes its name every six weeks. So no, I actually why. don't know. I know where it is. I just don't know <laughs> what it's called. what it's going to be called. You actually. don't know until you get there. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Is it in Collingwood though? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, it is in Collingwood, but yeah. um, around about the time the eighteen eighty nine to eighteen ninety two, um, when they formed the club, I'm sure Eddie Maguire was there, standing out the front, yeah. charging ten pounds to have get in. Have you ever met the Big Ed? I have. Um, I was at a, a, a bit of a function for the club, and um, they had all this memorabilia out. Mm. And I was looking at these old medals and these old records and these old fantastic historical relics from, mm. from the past. And um, there was this big booming voice next to me. And um, I turned to the side. I thought, oh, that's shit, that's Eddie Maguire. And he was he was looking at this, this paraphernalia and going, oh, wow, wow, to these ladies behind the counter. And they all knew each other. And um, without thinking, just as a smartest, I just said to him, um, if you break them, you'll have to pay for them. And he just looked at me and, like as if, that's half funny, but yeah. not really funny. Yeah, given who, you can't say that to me. Yeah, do you, do you know who I am? Obviously. Um, he laughed and who walked off. Who are you, little parasite? Yeah. How many millionaire shows do you have? Yeah, that's right. How many football clubs are you president of? Yeah. Exactly. Good luck with your walking tour, asshole. Yeah. <laughs> I walk all over you. <laughs> There's talk of Eddie Maguire showing interest in uh, the old 365 Days of Sport radio show. Is well. there? Yeah. Well, it's news to me. I know. I've just you just, just made me it up? just talking. Yeah. Oh right, right. There was talk. Yeah. Okay. Well, that, that was the then. talk. The yeah. talk. So <laughs> as as you spoke, it you were creating history exactly. and gossip and rumors. I'm just putting it out there. I'm yeah. just putting it out. There. I'm pretty sure it's not going to sell as much paper as the West Coast Eagles. That sort of gossip, <laughs> but uh, it's worth a try. Well, uh, it's been a fascinating chat. Thank you for chiming in with us, uh, Gav, at the last minute. We are very, very uh, grateful for your efforts. Yeah, uh, I appreciate that. Thank you very much. And uh, good luck with the acting and screenwriting. Go and see The Legend of Ben Hall. And see oh, Gavin with his ginormous beard. It really is. It's a great look. It's out. It just hit JB Hi-Fi. Mm-hmm. Not the beard. The, the <laughs> yeah. The you can buy your yeah. memorabilia beard. Yeah, yeah. It, comes, it doesn't come attached with your beard? No, no. That, that comes in the director's special edition. It's in the pack. mix. Oh, yeah, nice. Absolutely. Okay, good, and good. There'll, be a, there'll be a show show bag at the, at the, at the show. <laughs> yeah, the beard. Is there a spin-off yeah. series? Just the life and times the life of... of Gav's beard. The Gav's legend beard. of beard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> A beard with a man attached. It's going to take a lot of uh, VCA screenwriting uh, <laughs> <laughs> ability to try and close that film. Dang. Thanks, Gavin. What have we got coming next week? Ricardo, obviously. Oh, Daniel Dan Ricardo. Ricardo. Next week, Daniel Ricardo, 365 Days of Sport. Gosh, Brilliant. Gosh, that's Look insane. Forward to it. Thank you, Gavin. No worries. Much appreciated. That's 365 Days of Sport. We'll see you next week. It's been the day. It's 65 days.